when someone first lands anywhere in a yeah. big new city, what do you think is the first thing you should be trying to do? I would say, no, you don't have to be an extrovert. Even I feel anxious in the right. lead up to certain interactions. I think the problem with networking is like, it's more about the person than mm. it is about you. If you're someone who's not experienced with being very social, yeah. how do you know when you're being too much? talking about ASMR guys yeah. but we're gonna stop that conversation because right <laughs> I was gonna say I like like food I'm more like a skincare ASMR oh really yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah, that's nice that like stuff. anyway sorry <laughs> Laureen Albaruki yes thank you so much for being on the podcast I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today Lulu Laureen on TikTok and and uh, she's a Syrian Australian content creator who's <laughs> now based in the UAE I've watched your content and you know, the thing that stands out to me the most is your ability to speak to absolutely anyone and everyone. <laughs> and I feel like people don't get to see that side of you because they don't maybe don't they don't see you like behind the cameras. Right. But I've, I've seen you in action and, and, <laughs> and it's so impressive. So Lulu, tell us a little bit like in your own words, what you do and uh why did you come out here to Dubai? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that beautiful introduction. I'm so flattered. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> keep going. Um, yeah, I'm a content creator. Um, I am a major extrovert. I'm a major social butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also just really extra, as you can kind of probably tell. That's just it. me. And, you know, I'm unapologetically me. <laughs> and um, I recently quit my nine to five job. I was working at a big corporate firm, working in HR, yeah, and um, I quit because I was like, this is not my passion, I just need to stop doing this. It was a great work environment, but it wasn't for me, Mm -hmm. and um, two weeks later, I was on a flight out to Dubai. Wow, (laughs) amazing. And thankfully, like, I am very privileged and grateful I'm in a position where I could do that because my father actually lives here, so he's been here for many, many years. I um, just kind of had that that easy access and now I'm here. It's been three months and I'm loving it. Amazing. So <laughs> I was going to ask you, yeah, so three months you've mm. been here. A lot of people are moving out to Dubai yeah. these days. And, you know, I think it'll be really useful to kind of give people tips on how to network and make friends. Because <laughs> I know that now with social media, it's a little bit, it's a little bit hard. You think mm. you're making friends with someone, but you know, to actually create the one-on-one meeting and to like meet someone yeah it's not that easy oh no right no so what have you found since moving here how is your like you know how has it been trying to meet people trying to network trying to make friends <laughs> to be honest it's it's been reasonably easy mm-hmm. i would say i find- of course you would say that yeah <laughs> I mean, it's (laughs) so, but no, here's the thing, right? I find that everyone in Dubai is quite like-minded and you've obviously got people coming from all around the world Mm -hmm. and, you know, are quite driven and just want business to work and want to make friends and want to connect with people. And that was the one thing that I actually noticed when I moved here. So I found that because of that, it made it a lot easier because I think if you go somewhere where like, that's not really a thing. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you just got your locals, majority of locals. I can find it can be a little bit harder because yeah. like everyone kind of sticks to their own. Right. But here I just found it was just so much easier to be able to actually connect because it's everyone's kind of like-minded in that sense. Right. Mm. But tell us a little bit about like when you first came here, did you know anyone? Like did you know anyone prior so, like other than your family? No. Yeah, literally mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody. I actually... 
I like my brother's been mm-hmm. here a, quite a lot recently, yeah. and he obviously knows a few. Shout people. out, Rulon. <laughs> Shout out to Rulon. my physio at Melbourne, <laughs> who uh, introduced us. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I basically I didn't know anybody, mm-hmm. and I really had to actively go out there and make friends. Obviously, you know, there's only so many people that your dad can introduce you to. Yeah, <laughs> but even then, he's he's really helped me in that sense. But. I've just kind of had to really put myself out there specifically when I go out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've had to do. I literally knew no one. Amazing. So yeah. let's get into that. So okay. when when someone first lands anywhere in a yep. big, bad city, in a big new city, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the first thing you should be trying to do? Should you be like prepping from where the city where you came from? Mm-hmm. Should you, What should you like? First of all, let's talk about mindset. Mm-hmm. Second of all, let's talk about like actual practical tips. Yeah, yeah. So what's like the first thing? Do you think like just DM- DMing random people <laughs> is a good idea? You know what? It's actually really effective because I think a lot of people just think like, oh, I need to go out there and meet people in real mm-hmm. life organically, whatever. Social media is a really powerful tool. Okay. So even like me being like a content creator, being on TikTok, I was like really sharing my story on there. And mm-hmm. I actually had so many people reach out to me through TikTok and would DM me on Instagram. Like, oh my God, I'm going to be in Dubai. Like we should catch up. Have I caught up with many people? No, it's been hard with work. But that was like actually one aspect of connecting. Mm -hmm. Um, And as well as also like uh, meeting people in person. I would say in terms of like, if we're talking about connecting with people specifically, I think it's good when you actually arrive here to really start to, oh my God, there's something in my eye, sorry. Pause, guys. We're just sorry. There's an eye emergency. Oh my god. Um, in terms of practicality, I found it was a bit easier to make friends while I was out. Okay. Um, in terms of online social media stuff, it was good, but you got to kind of put yourself out there. You got to also do your research. So, in terms of practicality, I think it's easier to connect with people in real life, in person, when you go out. Really? Yeah. But in terms of like the lead up to coming here, I think it's always good to do a bit of background research, suss out some places like tourist spots or even see what people are posting. Like, you know, what, what are they doing? Who kind of goes where and, you know, like that sort of stuff. So Mm -hmm. I started to see people who would like post stuff in certain areas. And then I also started to see like, um, you know, how like any, any hotspots essentially. Right. Um, I didn't really reach out to anybody online personally. Okay. Um, I think because of the content I posted, I had people reach out to me. But mm. I think in terms of like practicality, the easiest way is when you're out, but you've got to be open to it. Like wow. you, you have to be accepting and you can't just be closed off with the energy. You've got to like allow it to happen, you know? I would love to talk more about that, but I just want to like kind of go back a little bit to, yeah. the, to the social media part. Mm. Um, should you be looking for specific like restaurants and like co-working spaces or is it more just like, just look at what people are posting about the most? Is it? Um, a bit of both, to be honest. I didn't specifically look at co-working spaces, I think, because I was more interested in like the nightlife. Yeah. The social like (laughs) aspect. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I was kind of looking at that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And also I have a little trick with TikTok. I like to just look at, um, anything if people post stuff, if I let's say search something about Dubai, 
I would filter it and see what was the most like popular or the most liked um, in the last three months. And so I could see that and be like, oh, cool, this person's going here. This is a cool tourist tourist spot or this is a nice uh, place to go for the nightlife or things like that. So that's a great yeah, tip. That's yeah. a great tip. So coming into Dubai, say you're like, you know, whatever city, we're going to use the term Dubai. It can because it, you're here and yeah. we're here. <laughs> But we're talking about, you know, anybody who's moving from one city to another city. Yeah. So it can it can be used you know, interchangeably. So um, if you are on TikTok, search for the city that mm -hmm. you are going to and see what are the top like places. Yep. And and see what kind of people are going there, I guess. Yeah. 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 No, seriously, you just go onto TikTok, mm -hmm. search up whatever like keywords because TikTok is really good with like keywords. Yeah. So I would literally put in there like Dubai um what was it that I put? It was like uh, Dubai places to see or places to visit or Dubai destinations, like things like that. Yeah. I was like putting it, using it like my Google because yeah. it's more relevant, honestly. 100%. And I would literally filter it because there's a little um, filter option and I would put like top liked and um, last three months and then I would just see like what places people were going to and it was usually people from like around the world posting about those places, not necessarily people that are living here. But then also you'd have people that were living here. It's like, oh, I moved abroad and, you know, I moved to Dubai and that sort of stuff. So yeah. it was really handy for me just to kind of familiarize myself with that. Also get comfortable with being able to create kind of content around that too. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Such great tips. <laughs> All right. So now we've got like the social media prep, prepping yourself before you go to a new city, do the research, get the keywords in, yep. see what kind of people are going to the places that you want to go to. Mm. Now we are in real life. All yes. right. We are going out. <laughs> you've, you've gotten dressed. Now you're, you're going to, to the, to those places yeah. all on your Solo. Yep. You're going solo. Solo travel. Um, what's scary? The, like you're going, okay, let's like walk us through it. You're going into a place. Mm. What's the first thing you would do? Like, where would you even sit? Okay. So you know, what's funny. It's yeah. like, I talk about this even on my TikTok. I'm such a confident person, but okay. even like the lead up to going out and going to a new place, I'm like, okay, I really have to like mentally prepare myself for this. Yeah. Like, okay, you know, it's going to be fine. And I'm also like, I'll even search exactly what the venue looks like. So then when it gets in there, I'm not like awkwardly just standing around by myself. It's Smart. like, okay, cool. Literally you have to do Smart. your research, right? hundred percent. Yeah. If you feel anxious about it anyways. Yeah. And then eventually I just kind of tell myself like my family would laugh at me right now if, yeah. I, was, <laughs> if I was nervous. So I'm like, nah, just go. <laughs> anyways. Um, so I make sure that I, I know kind of what I'm getting myself into. Mm -hmm. But when I get there, I just walk in with confidence, really. Like I okay. think at the end of the day, people don't really care about you as much as you think. And I think if you walk in with a level of confidence, like one, no one's really going to bat an eye, but two, mm -hmm. you're also putting that sort of energy out, if that makes sense. Like if you walk yes. in and you're like, like that's already, yeah, that's already where you've gone wrong. Right. But um, let's say it's a bar, I'd go sit at the bar and just go from there. Like okay. it's really that simple. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So you're at the bar, for example, or mm -hmm. let's also talk about like cafe. You're by yourself. Yeah. Would you act and you see maybe like a group or yeah. you see uh, one person? Yeah. Is there like a type of person you actively go for? Um, or is it more like, would you rather like go for like a, a person who's sitting there by themselves or someone in a group? Because I feel like a group would be intimidating. It can be intimidating for sure. Even, yeah. even yesterday, I was actually at a pool bar and yeah. I like kind of said something to this group of girls and they full just like gave me dirties. Like they just looked at me and they were just like, uh, and I knew they were from the UK and I was okay. like, oh, okay. I was thinking this is cool. Like I can, I can mm -hmm. chat with some people and they mm -hmm. just didn't want to borrow me. I was like, all right, that's cool. No worries. Which also women should 
really empower women. Yeah. Just saying. Like, that's really not Be right. Be inviting, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I generally would prefer – it really depends. Like, let's say if it's a group of people or two mm-hmm. people, three people, and they're having, like, this conversation and it's really interesting and there's, like, a way in mm-hmm. and, like – I would kind of start it with maybe laughing at something they said. Like okay. literally just not that I'm eavesdropping on the conversation, but yep. it's more like let's say I'm sitting right next to somebody mm-hmm. at a cafe and they're having this loud ass conversation. Sorry, my this okay. loud conversation and um and I can hear something and they say something funny. Like I don't shy away from laughing because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes it's something as simple as that to be able to start a conversation with someone. Yeah. And I can just be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I couldn't help, but I couldn't help it. But like, that was so funny or just okay, that's find great. a way in. So you like acknowledge it. Yeah. You're like, I'm laughing and exactly. like, that, you know, that's a good thing that you yeah. said. Ha-ha. Yeah. And then you'll be able to gauge as well their reaction. If they kind of look at you and they're just like, ha ha ha. And like, why are you listening to us? Not that I'm mm. like actively listening. Um, but if they're like that, then I'm like, okay, cool. They're probably not people to chat with. But right. if they're like a bit more inviting and they start having a conversation with you, it's like, boom, now you're conversing. Amazing. You know? That's such a, yeah. I mean, you really, okay. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the confidence. Mm. Do you think that anyone to be able to do that, do they have to be an extrovert or like, what do you think if say someone's an introvert, mm. what do you think they should like tell themselves before going in there? Mm. I would say, no, you don't have to be an extrovert. Okay. I think it's scary, but like I said earlier, even I feel anxious in the right. lead up to certain interactions. Like mm-hmm. even it's so weird because I actually find it easier when it's with other people. Like I will confidently do stuff when my friends are with me. Okay. Like they'll, I'm always that friend who's like, they're like, Lulu, just do it. I'm like, yeah, no worries. I've, and I've I, seen it. Yeah. I, feel like I've, I feel like I've seen it or I've felt it. Yeah. <laughs> um, when, I'm, when I'm by myself, it's a, a lot more scary. But yeah. internally I literally have to hype myself up. I'm like, you got this. You can do this. Like okay. you're that girl yeah 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 <laughs> you know? yeah and and I think it's it's the internal monologue that really counts and also it's having that attitude of like well I'm that girl mm-hmm. who can do this but also who really cares like this person's gonna go on about their day like they're not gonna if let's say it goes bad like what's the worst case scenario it goes bad they're never gonna see you again I think that's such a powerful statement yeah. like what's the worst that can happen Right. Because people think of the worst case scenarios. <laughs> people think like someone's going to throw a drink in their face. If they're like, <laughs> if like something bad, it's like, no, the worst they can do is just turn their face. Exactly. It's a little bit of rejection, yeah. right? You can, obviously we're human. We can feel that. Yeah. But let's go back to being into being in that, in that location. Yeah. Because I'm going to connect the location to that little feeling of rejection. Right. Say you are speaking to someone and they don't, they're not so into the, you know, the, the you approaching them. Yeah. How would you deal with that rejection? Like, how would you deal with you being, you know, them just not being interested? What would yeah. you do next? Yeah. Okay. In the moment on the spot, I would actually kind of just still be really, really kind. Mm-hmm. Like it's like at the end of the day, if they want to be bitter or sour or closed off, mm-hmm. I'm still being kind. And that makes me feel better about myself. Secondly, for a moment, it does hurt a little bit. You're like, ouch. Oh, yeah. like, hey, like, I know I'm a nice person. I'm yeah. like just making conversation. Do they think I'm weird? Mm-hmm. You know, for a moment, you actually think that. Mm-hmm. But you can't let that cripple you. You can't let that get to you. And you can't let that, 
you know, um, determine how every single interaction is going to be because it's not going to be like that. Nine yeah. times out of ten, people are going to be really nice to you. Like majority of the interactions I've had yeah. are actually always positive. Like yesterday when I had that interaction, I was like, oh, that's that's strange. Okay, yeah. interesting. And for a second I was like, oh, all right, like thought about it in a negative way and then I went, you know what, it's okay, it's not my problem. That's a yeah. you problem. That's not a me problem. Amazing. You know? So then when you're in that situation, for example, say that's happened, you know, you've given yourself the little pep talk yeah. and, you know, you've, you, you, your ego was a little bit hurt, but now you're like, <laughs> but now you're good. What would you do next? Would you just kind of like scout the place for like other people who are kind of also chilling and like laughing, having a good time or like what would be like next steps? Or would okay. you kind of retreat a little bit and have, a, <laughs> and have like a minute to yourself? I'm like, I'm on the hunt for I the next one. I would be like, I would just do this and I would just sit by myself. Like, that's I hate me. myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, well, it really depends on which environment and situation I'm in. Uh-huh. If I'm in a cafe, like I'm not going to go, if let's say like that interaction didn't work, out. I'm not going to go actively. I think one's enough yeah. a day, if that makes sense. Okay, you know, that's like good. I think, I think I, if I want to network, if I really want to like actively do that, yeah. I generally look for the places where it's easier to do that. Because with cafes, it can be a little bit harder. With yep. restaurants, a little bit harder because you're kind of in the one spot. Mm-hmm. When you're at a bar or something, it's easy. You move around that sort of thing. Or even like at a place where you do activities, like let's say freaking, I don't know, mini golfing or something. Right. Like you can easily go and chat with people. 100%. Um, you know, even my, I get this from my dad, by the way, like he doesn't matter anytime, any place will talk to anyone. Like at the beach yesterday, oh. we're in the water. He's just chatting to people. Hi, how's it going? And just starts conversation. So it runs in the family. It does. It absolutely That's does. That's <laughs> Okay. Look, we know that as females, like going to a bar and you're trying to like chat mm. with people mm. could be taken in the wrong way sometimes. Absolutely. Right. Like obviously like men are can, can, you know, can be like, Oh, she's chatting me up. Mm. She's doing this. She's doing that. Yeah. How do you create that? Like a little boundary where you're like, actually, I'm not looking for that. I'm actually just looking to network and be friends. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So personally, I, I found it a little bit harder here okay. compared to Australia. Right. In terms of networking with men, because I'm, I'm not to like stereotype, but I think because I haven't been here for long enough to be able to gauge like properly mm-hmm. if, how the majority of the men are, if that makes sense. Yeah. In Australia, I find that it's a lot easier. You can be very, very friendly and put that boundary there and guys won't get the wrong message. Right. Here, um, I'm a little bit more careful only because I don't want someone to get the wrong message. Mm-hmm. If there's been situations where I have been speaking to, a, and because it has happened, I've spoken to a guy and I've networked with him and it's been a great interaction. Um, it's been in a group setting. Okay. I, and I've been on my own, but um, they've been in a group with guys and girls. Okay. So I've kind of spoken with the girl and then kind of connecting with the girls. And so I would chat with them and then eventually I move on and I start chatting with the guys and that's yep. kind of how I do it. It also depends on environment too. So like I went to this private zoo viewing okay. and there was loads of guys and girls there and it was like a full networking thing. Right. Um, in a situation like that, I felt more comfortable to be able to like speak with the guys a little bit more, network with them because it's like, I don't know. It's just, there's such a difference between like a bar setting versus like a networking setting. It's, yeah. it's, it's unfortunate, but sometimes it is a bit like that. Yeah. But if I want to also do that, I, I would look for a more of a group guys and girls setting Okay. at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I totally uh, get that. So let's talk about that a little bit more. So mm-hmm. like the networking stuff, um, are there any apps that are good for that? I know that there's like 
Bumble for friends. Yeah. There's like meetup. I don't know if these things are outdated. Like oh I don't know what, what people like do. What are people? What are people doing these days? Oh God, you know what's weird? I have never even thought about using one of those platforms. For really? Yeah. So then, how do you like get into the network sp- networking okay. space? Well, <laughs> I think for me, it's always been. Um, one through social media like Instagram mm-hmm. like you connect with a lot of people online and then sometimes you know you're at an event especially in Australia like yeah. if you're at events and stuff like that you end up meeting people that you've already met online yeah um in terms of networking a lot of the stuff has just been through meeting this person meeting that person in real life yeah I don't know I just my experience has been more in real life as real life as opposed to apps but then for example the um the zoo one that you went to how was that organized uh my dad knew someone okay and she knew someone so literally just invited us amazing if anyone wants to come to that then now i would be the person to invite them so okay it's it's really powerful i think people get really caught up in social media and think Mm -hmm. oh my god like this is the only way to connect with people and everything like that it's like even with business, like word of mouth, yeah. real life interactions, so, so powerful. People forget. And I feel like people get scared of that, yes. right? It's a scary thing because we're just so used to hiding behind our phones. Yeah. But I think that's what should push us to like really start connecting like in real life, right? 100%. Because then you start forgetting how to communicate a oh little bit. <laughs> Literally. And you start forgetting how to even just, you start becoming, I feel like a little bit guarded. Yeah. And I feel like being guarded is not a great idea when you're a new city, a lovely city that, you know, deserves to be explored, especially with like amazing people here. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about like networking events. Mm. Like say you're at a networking event, it's for your like industry. Yeah. So that's a little bit, it gets, you know, that's a little bit easier, right? Yeah. You, everyone's yeah. there for the same reason. Yeah. Um, but you're going solo. Mm. What's like the first thing you would do? Would you like go find a spot that you're like, comfortable standing in or would you just like go to chat with someone like immediately what would you do um I like to gauge the room okay obviously I'm like I'm looking around I'm seeing okay who kind of looks interesting to me like first impressions do matter I'm Mm -hmm. not gonna deny that Mm -hmm. um and I would kind of see who looks interesting to me and almost find a way in so depending like sometimes I might move a bit close it sounds so weird but like sometimes I might creep in (laughs) (laughs) you just wheeze my way in (laughs) Um, you know, sometimes it might just be standing near and then starting a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes my approach is, Hey, my name's Lulu. How's it going? Blah, 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 blah. And literally just being so forward and starting a conversation like that, especially okay. when you're in a networking setting, because everyone's kind of got the same, um, mindset when they're there. So mm-hmm. it's easier. Um, the second way is I also do this when I'm out okay. um, because it's obviously not a networking setting is I like to, especially if it's a woman, like point out something that maybe they might be wearing or maybe something I like about them. Mm. I love complimenting people, but I think for me, it's actually genuine. I don't think just don't give a compliment for the sake of doing it. Right. But I love it. Right. Okay. My love language is words, affirmations. So I just, I love it. Um, so sometimes I might look at, you know, I'm looking at, oh my God, I love those earrings, by the way. Yeah. I literally am obsessed with pearls. And then immediately you've started a conversation. But you got to mean it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You need to mean it. Because I actually do love those. Yeah. I do love pearls. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lulu means pearl. Lulu does mean pearl. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I like to also find a way in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it could be situational. So let's say like we're standing at a bar at a networking event still and someone's ordered a drink and they're standing there. Again, I might just start strike up a conversation that way. Okay. So, and, and I think it's also being very aware of like 
what you're saying, being very aware of what they're saying and being able to like um, take notes and, and, and uh, how do I explain it? It's like, okay, well, if they're talking about certain things, it's like, what else can I keep continuing ah. to talk about? What can, how can I continue to drive the conversation? Okay. So yeah. it's a bit of give and take. Exactly. So like, make sure that you're listening to what they're yeah. saying, right? Yeah. And I think the problem with networking is like where a lot of people miss, you know, the idea and get it wrong. It's, um, it's more about the person than mm. it is about you. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's like, oh, well, how can they benefit me and how can they like, you know, do something mm-hmm. for me when it's like, well, actually, if you're trying to network with somebody, like mm-hmm. I'm talking in, in a, sorry, in a business networking setting, by the way, not really even you're trying to make friends, mm-hmm. let's say, but let's say if you're in a business networking setting, mm-hmm. it's more about the person. Cause if you're trying to network with someone, let's say like we've just met yeah. and I'm like, oh, cool. Like I love what you do. I love that you do a podcast, blah, 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 blah. And I really want to connect with you. Mm-hmm. I I want to know when I have that interaction with you, it's more about like what kind of value can I provide you? Not what can you, sorry, what not what can I take from you? Ah, Yeah. So people kind of miss that point. That's such a different energy to yeah. get in. Oh, that's so good because yeah. then you're like, that's the same as like being online as well, yeah. right? Like what value am I adding? Exactly. Same as in real life. Yeah. So make sure you're going in there with the energy of like giving. Mm. Not taking. Love Even that. I think Alex Hormozzi says it. He's a big successful entrepreneur yeah and like he literally says it's like it's more about giving instead of taking you know like it's it's just you can't if you have that mindset of like what can I take from this person how can they benefit me they're gonna feel that I'm telling you now right. but sometimes you know it's just as small as like what's something that I can offer for you and the, the, what kind of exchange can we have here and you know what's nice about that is that it immediately like relieves you of the anxiety and stress of having to like you know, what can I do? What can I take? What I, it's like, thank you. Giving thank is so you. much for, is so much easier. Mm-hmm. I agree. If you have that, exactly. Like you worded it perfectly. It literally eases that like the anxiety of literally, oh my God, how can this benefit me? What a mindset shift. I love that. I got goosebumps. <laughs> oh I God, love it. it. So good. Um, great. Okay. So now we're in the networking event. Yes. Okay. We're chatting with someone. This person is interesting, but then you want to like start talking to other people. Mm. How would you like exit in the conversation? conversation. <laughs> I feel like, like I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm not so bad. Like sometimes yeah. I'd be like, all right, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to go see what these people are doing. Like, yeah. I'll just actually say it. Yeah. And if someone says it to me, I don't find it rude at all. Yeah, I think it's, it's completely fine. What would you do? I actually would do the same thing to be really? honest. There's a couple of things I would do depending on the situation. One, it's like, oh, hey, I'm just going to go see what these people are doing or, hey, I'm going to go chat over here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or oh, I'd really like to meet this person. I'm going to go introduce myself. Like I literally will make it clear. And I think that's another thing that people like forget. Yeah. Just being honest. Just being honest with your intention. Like that's it. You know, it's funny because why did we, why were we so scared of that? I feel like I was <laughs> so scared of that before. Like I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Yeah. I don't want to make them feel like they're boring, but what if they are boring? What would you what would you do in that situation? Okay, so it depends. When you say boring, would you say it's someone who's just like actually boring or is it someone who's just not really interested in the conversation with you? Yeah, what if you guys are just not vibing? There's okay. no chemistry, like the question like he, you know, he or she are not um asking you questions yeah. back. It's yeah. just a little bit too one-sided. Yeah. 
What would you do in that situation? Uh, look, I think I would still try and make it work. Me being such a chatterbox, mm-hmm. I do tend to just carry the conversation in that instance. I'll yeah. just, I will carry it. Um, but I will also try and find an exit strategy as soon as possible. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like sometimes you just don't vibe with people and maybe you might be wasting your time because you feel bad. It's like it's okay to put yourself first and be selfish and be like, all right, well, cool. Like maybe this might be a little bit of a waste of time. Yeah. But also, like, I think sometimes people need to realise that, you know, you never know who you're going to meet. So it's right. okay to give someone your time of day for a moment. Mm-hmm. And then maybe just cut the conversation a little bit shorter than you normally would. All right. Amazing. So say now you're at this networking event, you've got like a couple of people's mm-hmm. numbers and you are killing it at this event. <laughs> it's going well. Oh my God, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this fake event that we've got going on. <laughs> Anyone want to come? <laughs> Join us. 6 p.m. <laughs> Thursday. Yeah. So um, you've gone home and now you've got a, cu- a couple of numbers. Mm. Like, I know this is a very specific question, but I feel like introverts <laughs> no. would really appreciate yeah. this. Like, when should you reach out again? Okay. When is it, like, um, not creepy? Like, when should you be like, it's hey, like as wanna- soon as you leave the event, yeah, hi. Like, hey. um, you know, that's. I feel like that's okay, though. Sometimes yeah. when you leave the event, you'd be like, great meeting you today. You know, let's catch up next week. Yeah. But yeah. then uh, what would you, are there any like actual tips you could give someone where they can be like, okay, how many times should you call a week? Should you call them like right away or yep. Yep. should you not even call, just message? Like yeah. what would you do? Um, I think that it's better to message. Mm-hmm. I think like obviously <clears throat> back in the day, it's like, oh, people, they didn't call anymore. It's like, uh, you don't know if someone's busy. Like that's yeah. me. I don't, Sometimes I'm like, okay, look, maybe just message me before you need to call if it's just for whatever. Yeah. Just so you know if I'm busy or not. Um, but I would personally message. I think it's not a problem with um, messaging that night. Like mm-hmm. there's been instances where I've gone home that night and I've messaged and I've been like, hey, it was so nice to meet and connect with you. Looking forward to catching up. Because mm-hmm. also – when I network with somebody, I always seal the deal. Like I'm always like, we should catch up or we should do this or we should do that. Okay. And I'll reiterate in the message. So let's go through them. Number one, let's seal the deal. Yes. Basically um, thanking someone for their time, yep. telling them it was it was great meeting them. If it was, you know. <laughs> let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> kind of recapping that moment yep. and just like basically that's how you remember them and that's how they remember you, yep. right? What's the second thing we should do? Should we be... Um, planning the next outing with them or should we just kind of like let it simmer for a bit? Yeah. Um, I think let it simmer for a little bit. So let's say if I've messaged that person that night, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, yep. Like looking forward to catching up soon or whatever it is. Um, I would maybe let it sit for like a week Mm -hmm. and then it depends on time and schedules too. Like depending on where I'm at with life, how eager I am to meet up with the person as well. Yeah. But generally a week is good. I think, you know, a little bit time, a little bit of time to just, you know, relax a bit, not too eager, not too forward. Cause you also want to show that your, your time is valuable too, if that makes sense. Like I think sometimes it's, it's being too eager can be a bit too much. I don't know. Um, so I'd give it about a week at mm-hmm. least. And then I might even touch base. Hey, oh my God, I've got this, you know, coming up next week. Do you want to do this? Or, Hey, I've got some free time here. Let's catch up. Or what's your schedule looking like? Would love to do this. It's okay to do that. Yeah. Follow up in a week. And if, depending on what they say, you know, if they can or they can't, then you go from there. And then let's say if that doesn't work and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, you know, they're busy or whatever, mm. touch base with them maybe a few weeks later. It's okay to do that. Again, yeah. depending on how eager you are to meet the person, connect mm-hmm. with the person, and two, also um, like just uh, schedules and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And also um, I think some. I've also had instances where I – 
Oh, what was that one? I can't remember. But basically, maybe if there's like a certain event that might be good for them to attend. Oh, that's that good. Yeah. That's nice. So I even had like recently this one girl I connected with here in Dubai. She's a beautiful, beautiful girl. She invited me to like this media um, event and it was like within the first week I got here. Yeah. Power of networking. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I like had a collaboration with IR Universe. This mm-hmm. was just like they have like a – what's it called? The immersive art. Yes. Really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And I had a plus one. And so I messaged her. I was like, come with. And we hadn't seen each other since that event. Right. And that's a good way to catch up with the person that you want to continue to, to network with. 100%. Personally, like she's she's one of my friends now. Like she's real sweet. But we've also yeah. kept in touch with social media. Right. And that's another thing. People forget like it. it's good to – keep in touch on social media. It's very powerful. Mm. Like, you know, if you're not sure when to text or whatever, if you've got someone's Instagram, you can interact with them. Stories, likes, comments, it's very powerful. That's so true. I feel like sometimes just liking people's pictures is like a nice way to be like, hello. Yeah. Um, or just like, yeah, like messaging, direct messaging. Exactly. Um, I feel like people kind of shy away from that just because it sounds like, you oh, know, I don't want to be too much. Don't be too much. But like, it's okay. Like yeah. you're just, you're just kind of reaching out. Now, I feel like we should we should have like another like a man in here just to kind of give <laughs> us like a but let's talk about like I know for females I feel like it's a little bit easier to network and make friends. If um I don't want to say if you're a guy, but I'm saying let's talk about like the male version of that. Okay. Do you think that it's okay for a guy to be reaching out and like how can they I guess how can they keep the perception of like, I'm not trying to hit on you. Like, mm-hmm. how do you think, what, how would you like a man to approach, to, me. To, yeah. to approach you? Yeah. I think it's just trying to keep it as professional, but also friendly as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think some people, and I think also it's, a, it's okay to be a bit charming because yeah. there's a difference between being charming and being flirty. Yeah. And the reason I can say this is because like, I, like I said, I learned my networking abilities from my father. Like right. I, he, my whole family knows how to do it, but that guy is a master networker. Get your dad in here. No, seriously. <laughs> no, no, I will. <laughs> um, but uh, the way he networks with people, it doesn't come across as sleazy. It doesn't come across as like I'm hitting on you. Right. It, it never has. Okay. You know, people enjoy his company. He's just got really good energy. He's very confident. He's also very charming. Okay. And he uses that to his advantage. And like he's just bees himself. But it's also – being professional, mm-hmm. like what he does, you talk about what he does and, you know, and just be charming at the same time. But you never want to come across too flirtatious. Right. I know for me, like one, if a man's too persistent, mm-hmm. it's like, okay. A red flag. Red flag. Yeah. Two, don't like over compliment me. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. It's like if you're trying to be professional and network with me, yeah. like that's going to come across as flirting. I, I'm oh, sorry. that's such a good one. Yeah. That's a, such a true one also, like just – don't focus so much on like looks and exactly. don't, you know, the over complimenting exactly. is obvious. Yeah. It's obvious. And I think it can be really easy for men to network if they just one, be themselves mm-hmm. two, um, don't over, over complicate or be flirty. And three, mm-hmm. just have that mix between, you know, your charm, your, your, your friendliness and your, um, professionalism because yep. I've seen people do it like my dad and my brother. That's true. I feel like a really good um, quality to have as a, as a guy for who's just trying to network mm. is like a lightheartedness. To yes. Them. Yeah. Right. Put it perfectly. So I feel like just having that lightheartedness of like joke jokes and uh, 
but like professionalism, yeah. but like, yeah, just not going too hard with like the persistence kind of yeah. thing. Just like let it go if exactly. it doesn't work out. <laughs> exactly. It's like, okay, right. Just, just let on. it be. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about going to places alone. Yes. We're going to talk about p- local places and we're going to talk about traveling. Yes. Okay. So local places. Now, when I lived in Australia, Melbourne, Sydney, I found it really kind of normal to go to restaurants and the movies by myself. Yeah. Especially when there was like nobody to watch the movie that I wanted to watch with. Like they were just like, <laughs> no, if someone, okay. it was like an artsy movie and, and nobody wanted to watch. I'm like, I'm just going alone. I don't I even care. That. But I feel like here it's a little bit different. It is. Like, what do you think about people going to places alone here? I think it, it's it cringe? so, it's, it's not cringe. I don't say, I don't think it's cringe. It's really weird because it's like on one side, it's people are coming here for work and opportunity and like, you know, that like they're not always going to move here with family and friends. It's like literally on their own. Yeah. Right. But then on the other hand, it's like also a little bit weird. Like it's hard to do that on your own. Like I'm the same. I, when I'm back home in Australia, like Mm -hmm. it is so easy for me to go just do everything by myself and like I don't bat an eye. But here, like I said, I had to like really work my way up to it. Like work myself up for it. Sorry. Um, Yeah. I wouldn't say it's cringe, but I think it can be a little bit harder here. It's a little bit harder. Maybe we're in our own heads. I don't know. Maybe we are. I think like maybe they're is going to be a cultural shift and yeah. we should like encourage it. Maybe we should start it. Yeah, I, think I we agree. Should. I think we should. You want to go out by yourself, go out by yourself. Okay. Just go out by yourself. Yeah, Cause you know what? Even I said, I said a comment and uh, I was, I, I met up with these amazing people, this lady, she's in digital marketing. Okay. She's beautiful, beautiful girl. And um, we met somewhere and a few of her friends were there and I was speaking with them and stuff. And I was actually asking them, I was like, Oh, you know, this is when I'd first moved. I'm like, what's it like going out by myself here? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want it to seem like I'm out for the wrong reasons, reasons, you Mm -hmm. know. And one of the guys turned around and said to me, he's like, let people think, let people assume. Right. And I was like, you know what? That's really true. Like people are going to assume things either way, like whether your intentions are good or not, like it's people are going to assume. So 100%. You just kind of got to do it. You just got to do it because even if you are with people, people can just be like, oh, look at that girl. Look at what is she wearing? What is she doing? It's exactly. So who cares? Especially, oh, there's so many, like that, there's that energy with some girls here. It's just like standoffish, can be rude. And and sometimes you just got to be like, you know, it's cool. That's fine. I'm I'm all right with that. You know, I've noticed it even in my own clique sometimes. Mm. And I, you know, I love my friends. (laughs) I'm listen guys. (laughs) Listen guys. Um, No, you know, there is a bit of a clicky Mm. energy. And I feel like people are a little bit protective yeah. over their groups. Yeah. However, I feel like there is much more power in being open to a new person just because you invite a new, like, and you're inviting a new energy in. Yeah. You don't have to be best friends with this person that you've Thank just you. met out. Like, you don't have, there's no commitment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's literally no commitment. You're just saying hello. So true. You're just being nice. Yeah. How about when you are, for example, you're in a city and yep. you want to travel to like to the different um outer cities or different mm. like uh even like just traveling to like yeah. going by yourself somewhere mm. what do you think about solo travel and do you have any tips for people on how to travel alone yeah yep yeah, okay i oh i know you mentioned it at the beginning you, you already said about like the keywords and you know t- searching on tiktok but it's a little bit scary when you're traveling alone to, yeah. like on holiday rather yeah. than going to live somewhere yeah, yeah right that's true 
So solo travel I think is an amazing thing. I haven't really had the experience of doing it like completely alone around the world. Mm -hmm. Like I've kind of been in a situation where I've been able to be around people and stuff. But generally speaking when I'm going out, like even in Melbourne because I'd moved from Sydney to Melbourne, Mm -hmm. um, I had to network from the ground up there as well. Um, There was a couple of people that I knew. And even funny like when you were talking about the group situation Mm -hmm. um, and being inviting and welcoming welcoming people in – you're right. Sometimes you don't have to be best friends with the person. Like I was introduced to many groups in Melbourne, but they weren't my group. With solo travel, I think it really depends on also the environments you're in. Yeah. Um, I think when you specifically plan it, so there's maybe you're in like certain groups. I think when you do like certain tours and stuff like that, or maybe backpacking or whatever it is, Mm. um, putting yourself in situations where people are also in a similar situation is a really good way in really good way to communicate and, uh, a good way to open a discussion and chat even like okay. when my friend she said um she was living in london she lived there for a year her moving from australia was such a great conversation starter oh, and wow, even if yeah. she wasn't in a situation where like people are all traveling and solo traveling and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's such a great way in you know yeah. even when i'm out i'm like how i met that girl that i went to the my friend now mm-hmm. who i went to this media event mm-hmm. we literally like at a bar in the bathroom and I think there was this, this drunk girl who just started talking to me. Yeah. Love the girls' bathrooms yeah. always. Girls' bathroom. Get chatty, girls. <laughs> Get chatty. And I think we were talking about what, what I do and then she, she, my friend, she was like, oh, you're a content creator. Oh, my God, I'm I'm in media, blah, 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 blah. I have this event. Like, you should come. And that's literally all it took. Like, she's like, oh, I'm sitting on this table. Like, come over. Mm-hmm. We can chat. And that's literally all it took. Me just being my loud, confident self and saying yeah. what I was and having a chat in the bathroom with these girls. I'm like, yeah, I'm from Australia. I'm talking really loud. That's so good. I love that. Yeah. I love because when we we went out once and I was like, okay, she's she's the extrovert. <laughs> so I'm just going to like jump onto whatever you're doing because oh I'm God. not like that. I'm just, I'm a little bit guarded, which I need to work on. But like, I I think just, yeah, you're a hoot. It's great. I love it. Um, I would say you're pretty extroverted. From my experience, yeah. I think I am with like a, with the people that I know yeah. and I feel like I can be chatty, but I feel like someone needs to make that first like right. eye contact or yeah. like a girl has to like, she has to compliment for yeah. it or something. No, I get but you. But I feel like I need to get out of the mindset. That's why we're having this conversation yeah. to help yeah. people like me yeah. and, and it's people like you. Being around that energy too. I find that when you're with that sort of energy, it mm-hmm. helps your energy and being more out there. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Okay, um, we're, we're going to wrap up soon, but I have one more question. Yes. What do you think about, like, for example, you're such a, like, an outgoing person on in, in your content and <laughs> online and everything. How would you, like, if someone was to just, like, DM you and be like, can we be friends? Like, what would you say to that? <laughs> well, I've had that happen. Really? <laughs> Many times. What do you do? Like, oh, I say, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm very open to it. I think... Being a content creator, like, I don't think people understand, like, how fulfilling it is. Mm. I think because for me personally with the content that I create, I just want to I want to empower people. I want to keep it real with people and just be my authentic self. And yeah. I want to build a community. Like, for me, it's it, – it's, I, I want to be your virtual bestie. Like, I want that. You know what I mean? Yes. Maybe I'm not messaging you all the time or whatever. Like, I can barely keep up with my friends and yeah. my family. But anyways, <laughs> love you guys. Hope you're well. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I want that and I love that. And mm-hmm. I've had people message me and be like, oh my God, like even since moving here, I'm coming to Dubai. Can we be friends? Can we catch up? And I'm open to it. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely we can. Sometimes people can, I feel like it's weird 
when it's online, when it's through Instagram, I actually am a little bit more open to it. But sometimes when people do it in person and are too forward with it, I don't know. It's really weird. Sometimes I can be a little bit taken back. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. When someone comes in with the same energy? Well, I wouldn't say the same energy. I would say like there's been instances where I've met people and they've just been like, it's been a bit much, like too too forward. Okay. And even my other friend, who's a content creator, she experienced the same thing. We wow. were we're both the same in the sense that if people heaps of people will approach her and be like, "Oh my god, are you so and so?" Blah blah blah. And she's like, "Yeah." And she's always got the best energy. Wants to meet her fans, everything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, but then you know, sometimes you get like the few people where it's like a bit. It's a little mm, bit too much. Okay. Too much. That's actually great. Let's get into that a little bit. Just when. <laughs> If you're someone who's not experienced with being very social, yeah. um, how do you know when you're being too much? Like, how should you know? I think, yeah. is it about the other person's like reception of what you're giving? Or is it about just like, how should you gauge? I would say if we're talking about an in-person interaction, um, when they're just like too eager to let's say catch up or something like that. It's okay. like, oh yeah, when we catch up, oh yeah, we're going to do this and let's catch up. Let's do, what, about, what are you doing tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, what about this? And like, you should come to this with me. It, like I've literally had instances where people have said it multiple times within one hour of speaking. Okay. And I'm just like, okay, all right. That's a lot. Chill. It is a lot. Okay. Sometimes it's better to just be a little bit chill about it and not make yourself too available for someone. I think right. you need to have a little bit of dignity there, to be honest. It's okay to have that. Um, but like also I've had instances where someone's been quite eager in person and then it also translated online. It's like the constantly constant messaging every day. And, you know, I think that's when it comes, becomes too much. It's like, you don't need to be. And also, um, (laughs) in person, especially at a bar or something, if someone's a bit drunk or has a bit of liquor, Mm -hmm. I'm big, like personal space person okay <laughs> so if you get too close to me i actually can't handle girls that. or guys girls or guys yeah i had just that don't yeah you know okay when we went out yes when you left i was waiting for my um uber my uber yeah and there i just sat at the bar and this lady was like talking to me okay and was all up in my business and i was so uncomfortable close talkers yeah to the I don't point like that where either. even like there was a guy who started a conversation with me i actually felt more comfortable talking to the guy than the girl so, really? Yeah. Okay. Personal space is Personal a big space. thing. Actually, I'm I'm with that. Yeah. That's that's so interesting. I yeah. feel like it's yeah. This is like I feel like we can go so much into the psychology of this, and it's <laughs> I find it so interesting. <laughs> Me too. But you know what? Also, the other side of the being too much, I think. Also, when you feel that chemistry, mm. kind of hold on to it. Yeah. When you feel that connection, and you're feeling like even if it's just for like five minutes that you guys are vibing. I feel like it's good to kind of remember that because obviously not every interaction is going to be perfect and don't expect it to be perfect. And don't beat yourself up if it isn't. Exactly. And just remember that it's like your first time meeting. Yeah. People are different. Like people are like different when the first time you meet them until, you know, and then that's, that's how like things develop. That's how our relationship friendship develops exactly people like forget that it's like literally it's the first time you're meeting and i think Mm. as well like and one thing i want to say about networking is as well especially in this business aspect Mm -hmm. i think it's really important for people to be very clear with intentions and that's why i keep talking about intentions when it comes to networking it's like you know if you're clear and open and honest with like what your intentions are that's going to take you a lot further than just fluffing about such Know your intentions quietly yeah. for yourself. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to like, you know, but it's just, it's, it is a powerful tool yeah. because then you have direction. Exactly. Even like, for example, let's say you and I just meet mm-hmm. and I, 
I'm trying to network with you in terms of business. Like I want some sort of exchange here. Mm-hmm. I'm better off being clear and open and honest with you and risking the fact that you might be like, mm, no, or like you being like, oh, cool. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Rather than becoming friends with you for six months and buttering you up just so I can get for what I want in the end, you might end up feeling used. A hundred percent. You know what I I'm mean? I'm so glad we touched upon that because yeah. I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. And I feel like the only way to like kind of uh, f- fight that or whatever, yeah. challenge that is yeah. to be clear. Exactly. And to be direct. Because at the end of the day, if you network with a successful person, yeah, they're going to appreciate that you ask the question because it's not easy any, like asking questions and being open and honest. And a lot of the time successful people are very willing to help in my experience, what I've found. Yeah. So yeah, just, just be clear. Amazing. (laughs) Great. Thank you so much. I feel like this is going to be so useful to people, especially here in Dubai, especially in any big city. Um, Network is such a huge part of our lives Mm. and it should, and it should be because it's, it's, it can be a wonderful thing. Um, Lulu, where can people find you? Uh, You can find me on TikTok and on Instagram at Lulu Laureen underscore underscore. Um, L-U-L-U. Oh, you know what? You'll drop it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like about to swell L-U. everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Those are my handles. And yeah, drop me a message. Give me a follow and let's connect. Yes. <laughs> amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh my God. This has been amazing. This has been so good. I oh. love this. Guys, if you want to say hello, um, if you like this video, do like, share, subscribe, or just say hi in the Period. comments. <laughs> See you. <laughs>